0: This is Susanna from Angelic Aspie Alice, and this is my podcast. we mad here. We have a very special guest, Spike Sasha George, who is on today.
1: Yay, George, a.k.a. Spike Green. And just before this, by the way, if you're coming in from the Film Geek Collective, we just recorded the uh, episode 116 Christmas movies and Christmas movies. Sorry, the impact of Christmas movies and Christmas movies. You know, it makes more sense when you read it. Anyway, um, so, yeah recording this in the same night, which is fantastic. So, yeah, Susanna, would you like to introduce the topic?
0: Yes. Um, today's topic will be the positive impact of Disney's frozen that it has on people. Yeah. Well. So, okay, yeah, you can start. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: I was, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, snow glows white on the mountain tonight not a footprint to be seen <laughs> a kingdom Ah, oh, you know it's in my head but honestly you know when I first went to see Frozen right I thought you know <laughs> it's not going to be that popular people will forget about it in a year but no seven years later here we are Frozen is massive and it has a sequel now and you know I think that uh, it would be very beneficial for the generation of children who were just growing up with it, you know?
0: Mm, I agree. And it's very big, but it's not big in a bad way. And I didn't think the first movie came out in 2013, but it has, because I didn't watch it straight away. I watched (laughs) it, like, last year. But um, it's very good, like, especially the first movie. But even the second movie is very good.
1: Yeah, I actually personally prefer the Mm. second movie without spoiling anything. Um, oh, that's interesting. but, uh, yeah, I think the second movie has a better story personally, but I'm not going to say any more, of course, because I don't want to spoil anything for people. Um, so if we're talking about, so will there be spoilers for the first movie on this one though?
0: Um, I would say not because I can't remember the first movie on the top of my head. Because
1: I was, I was gonna say if if I was gonna discuss the impact it had on on people, the positive impact or whatever, I would have to describe certain scenes. So I might have to oh. say some spoilers for the first movie.
0: Oh no, that's fine. Yeah. Um. Because we're talking about the impact, it's probably important to give like examples. So yeah, some some spoilers will be in here.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah, yeah, I do think that, uh, first of all, now that we've got that disclaimer out of the way, that, uh, you know, I think that the fact it tries to deconstruct the true love to the person you just met was a really good thing for Disney movies. I just really, I I really think that it's prioritising the changing social values uh, of the times, you know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree, and I think it's really important um, that true love is looked at in different ways.
1: Mm. Even especially the, the backbone of, of Frozen One is sisterly love, in my opinion. You know, it, it just just the love of your sibling is something that really, really matters, you know? And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of, of of course sibling rivalry going on and they do acknowledge that, but I feel like Frozen just teaches kids to be able to get along, you know? Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think sisterly love is something that is important to address, like especially in a movie. And I think Frozen did a really good um like representation of mm-hmm. it.
1: I mean I, I still I still think mm-hmm. yes, you can you you can make mistakes and you nothing's gonna be perfect between people, no matter who you are. Nothing's gonna be perfect in the friendship or or sistership, sorry. Um, you know, you know what I mean, like sisterhood. No, no sorry. What's the word for two sisters having a, a bonds that's a sibling bond? I forgot if there's a word for that.
0: Yeah, I think. Sisterhood. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So yes. Uh, what what are some points you would like to bring up about the impact of Frozen and how it positively impacts kids?
0: Um, so I feel like, because I said the music recently, I feel like there is a theme of going after what you want and going after your dreams, which is something really important. Mm,
1: true. I mean, getting rid of, getting rid of, uh, the other people's prejudices in your mind, especially with the uh, let it go. Uh, that was a fantastic thing. I, I think it truly did win best original song for great reason. You know, like I thought, I thought the first movie was honestly, I thought it was okay. You know, and I I thought probably the best part of that whole thing was Let It Go, even though many parents would get it stuck in their heads later.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like a similar way. I really like the song. Um, I don't have a preference for which movie was my favourite. I kind of like them both. Uh
1: Yeah. I still feel like, though, that, uh, you know,
0: in terms of movie
1: censorship ratings, they have really just... You know, the, the categories aren't what they used to be. Back in the day, this movie would be a G rating, no question. But for some reason, it's PG, just because, of oh, what? Suddenly kids can't handle perilous situations anymore without parental guidance.
0: <laughs> what is yeah, I mean,
1: look, plenty of G-rated Disney films have had probably worse in them. That's just my take, though.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't know it was PG. I, was yeah, I know, G. right?
1: I mean, usually I think the Australian mm. censorship board gets it right, and even in America it should have been rated G, you know? Like, uh, if you remember some stuff about a <laughs> Beauty and the Beast and that sort of thing, that was rated G and that could still be quite scary, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, with Frozen <laughs> 2 um, that it might be considered PG or G? I don't even Uh, know the ratings. PG for both of them. But
1: we said we wouldn't go into Frozen 2 spoilers, so we've got to be careful around that.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Um, So with Frozen, the original, um, I feel like another um, theme that we could talk about was um, kind of trying things that maybe seem scary and like, you know, putting yourself in unfamiliar Mm -hmm. situations. Hmm. So, do you have any thoughts about that? I have, you know, it,
1: it is always, it, it is somewhat scary, somewhat nerve wracking to put yourself in an unfamiliar situation. However, I reckon that to, uh, I reckon that once you, in a lot of cases, once you try it, you decide whether or not you like it, and you're like, hey, I've done this before now, and I know what it's like. And, you know, in the case of you liking it, you're like, you know, why did I ever doubt myself earlier? Why did I. Not just, you know, I know I had, I know I had that fear, but why didn't I just do this earlier? Like, you know, if someone's, if someone's afraid of heights and they're trying to get get over that fear and they're going into that, I think it's the Eureka Sky Deck. I've been in there once actually, and I went to the highest floor. Like, I think I'm only ever afraid of heights slightly when I look up at really tall buildings. I have no issue being at a height or anything. But I was in this I was in this room that was literally what 20 stories up and completely made of glass. Just clear glass, you know? And it was like being surrounded. You, you know, 20 stories below you was the ground. You were it felt like you were in midair and it felt exhilarating when I finally got there, you know? You had that sense of trepidation before, but it feels exhilarating, you know?
0: Yeah, that's really good. Hmm. Must have be been scary, though, because I no. wouldn't be able to do that.
1: The glass was really secure, but even then I was thinking, oh, is it going to shatter below me? <laughs> but it, it is really strong glass.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if it was Sydney or Melbourne that was in. But, uh, yeah, if you, if, anyone, if anyone's listening internationally and they ever come to Australia, please try that out if you uh, want to try to conquer a fear of heights, <laughs> I highly recommend it
0: <laughs> mm. so um were you like at a really high yeah,
1: i I just said i was i swear it would have been at least twenty stories up
0: <laughs> oh okay, yeah, that's I was watching really high. i was actually
1: i know this is a bit off topic, but going on heights, I was actually watching this uh this uh, documentary episode thing that was, like, people sneaking into these locations, like, literally climbing buildings without harnesses or something like that, or or going on edges and uh, stuff like that. You know, like... Uh... <clears throat> people who, you know, that type of person who goes on the very edge of a tall building on, on a rail and is at risk of falling and they, they just do it for the thrill, which I really, even I even I got shudders just seeing that, you know, people taking their conquering of fear to the extreme. I'm not, oh, I don't know if I could ever do that, you know. I've been talking too much. I'm sorry, I've been talking too much.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I feel like with heights. Um, that's sometimes people's fear. Um, like in the musical, there was um, a scene where two of the characters, Anna and her love interest, I think they were on a high kind of ledge, um, something that looked like it was mm-hmm. made out of ice. And that looked a bit scary. Yeah. but I think, I think it's important to kind of face your fears mm. as well. Definitely.
1: Like mm. uh, I will, I, I think I might have admitted it a few times before, but I'm actually scared of birds personally. I hate when they swoop me and stuff.
0: Oh, that's okay. A lot of people are scared of birds. I mean, you
1: know, although I did end up watching Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and, uh, having a good time. Uh, one of the few times I got properly scared in the horror movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you know, to me, it's not like, it's not like someone who's afraid of clowns. Like normally a person who's afraid of clowns say they'll stay away from it because they know they're afraid of clowns. If I were afraid of clowns, I would, uh, you know, I'd be like, good, a horror movie that can actually scare me. And I I would try to vicariously live through my fear in a way. Like I know not everyone would do that, but I probably would. You know?
0: Hmm. That's interesting because I've got a fear of clowns, and I would never ever watch ah, a scary clown movie. Okay. I
1: mean I, I've never I've never Quite got why people are scared of clowns, but I, you know, people probably don't get why people are scared of birds either. But it's okay. Sometimes fears are just unexplainable. And that's okay. I respect, I respect that anyone can fear anything. I respect that, you know?
0: Yeah, I I respect that too. Um, So. Sorry, I got way distracted with heights and clowns and stuff. (laughs) Um, We can, like, you know we're making it all connected um so with our um topic of frozen um we're going to move on to a new theme of um frozen and i was thinking about how in the musical but also in the movie there was um animals like a deer and also a non-living thing like a snowman that was used in um the movie uh-huh. and in the musical and i feel like these characters were a good um a good, like, representation of different things. Like, what do you... Um,
1: sorry, I... Sorry, uh, please can you repeat part of that again? Sorry. It's
0: okay. it's okay. Um, so there was a reindeer and a snowman that was used in Frozen, and, like, do you think that having a snowman or having a deer can be good in terms of, like, teaching children... Well, yeah, I think children,
1: you know, I, I think children like sidekicks. Some people find Olaf annoying, for example, the snowman, but... I personally found him tolerable, unlike uh, Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, man, that was terrible. Mm. Anyway, um, I was going to say, you know, I, I, as 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 crazy as the whole merchandising thing could be, and let's face it, these sidekicks seem to be created, uh, like, I think 50% for merchandising, 50% for story purposes, to lighten things up as a comic relief. But, you know, I think this merchandising can really help children. They have favourite characters they grow up with, they have favourite, you know, if a character does something that they fear in a movie, that'll encourage children to be brave, you know, I think.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think so too, and I think it's important to have positive characters, and I feel like a lot of Frozen's characters are good role models for not just children, but also adults, especially like there were female leads like Frozen, so like Elsa and Anna, I think it's important to have like really strong mm-hmm. female characters as well.
1: I reckon so too. You know, mm-hmm. I actually, I, I had a, I had a horror movie idea that involved a main female character, but um, since this is a podcast about a kids movie, I can't talk about that here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, okay, maybe although I'd be.
1: If I was recording for an episode, I had to be really careful not to spoil the thing because I would plan to release it eventually theatrically. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: That's okay. Um, so yes. I've got one more question to ask um, yes. you before we end this episode. Um, do you think there will be a frozen three or frozen?: I think there frozen should be 4? a frozen
1: three um, without giving anything away. Um, I think there should absolutely be a Frozen 3, in my opinion.
0: I agree. Oh, and I I really have to say this a bit in the um, episode. Um, I didn't know that Frozen, the uh, first movie, was based on Han Kristen Anderson's mm. story about the Snow Queen. Even some of the characters are very, very similar. I mean, even the characters' names have been based off mm. Han Kristen Anderson's And just one name.
1: final thought to leave you guys on... Um, you know originally they were gonna make Elsa the villain before they decided on something else. yep in the in the first movie. Crazy, huh?
0: That's so crazy. I heard that So too. yeah Yeah, so yeah, thank you for being on this um episode and I'm gonna do the outro. So um thank you everybody for listening to today's very special Frozen inspired podcast about Frozen and how it's a good influence on people and children hopefully you have enjoyed it this is Susanna and um, Spike has guest starred on this episode and I really thanks I've also guest starred in
1: previous episodes of this podcast and uh, by the way I, I would love to be on whenever you would like to have me
0: <laughs> yeah thank you um, so um, that's a wrap and thank you for appearing on the episode alright Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye, everybody.